Blog Talk Radio. G's on the podcast. Yo, 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 so if anybody in the fam of the of the outsiders of boxing podcast coming from over around South Bend, Indiana, and got on that Irish bullshit, so sorry. We tried to be gentle. Hopefully you weren't too sore today. But yo, today is a special episode, man. A special episode, not because I'm outside the jurisdiction of the San Joaquin Valley in Central Section, California, but because we're gonna have a great show today lined up with some of the best guests. Well, I wouldn't even call them guests because they're damn near uh, dudes we've been rocking with for a while. We got uh, good news coming up from from one of our own part of the show. Uh, we got uh, a sabbatical one who's been gone for quite some time, and name rhymes with time, and which I'm expecting my boys to help me out on because I wasn't able to catch a lot of the action that's happened because of my current status, where I'm at right now, and what I've been going through. Uh, not necessarily going through, but getting into, I should say. So it's all good right now. Uh, that's why I got. That's why I got my guy Willow from Houston, Texas. In which I was at Houston, Texas uh, a few days ago. Which I'll be back there tomorrow. What's going on, Willow? Holla at your boy. Hmm. Well, you never know. He's probably watching the Rockets, or well, he's probably playing that Go Astros song. Somewhere in the back. No, no, nah, man. I, I'm over here on the phone <laughs> trying to trying to. I don't got my my computer with me, so I'm just fumbling around. Hey, man. Uh, hey, yeah. I saw the the shout out to the Hurricanes. You know, they look good. Notre Dame is fake, though. You know, let's keep it 100. They're never really that good for them to be rated that high. It is what it is. But you know, hey, Miami did what they were supposed to do. I thought it was gonna be closer to that. I didn't watch the game. I just looked at the score this morning. I was like, damn, they put in that good work. So. You know, shout out to the Hurricanes. Uh, glad you were out there to Appreciate witness that, that. man. Uh, probably, probably the biggest winner there. Probably the biggest win they're gonna have of the season. Uh, I don't know if they're the real deal either, but they did the they did the damn thing. So you know, shout out to them. Good week of boxing. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about it. We'll we'll see what's up. I like a backhanded compliment as much as the next person, but you already know what it is. When it comes to that turnover chain, we got Miami out there working working double time when it comes to defense. Hopefully they keep up that word. Got Pittsburgh scrub ass next week. So we'll see how these things go. Uh, but also somebody we got on the show, since I got my guy Willa here, 
We're bringing the originals back from a place we used to be at and which we won't speak upon. But I got my man coming from the Pacific Northwest, who I'm sure has seen some of the fights that I was talking about. I want to ask him if he's seen my boy that was fighting out of Central California and Jose Carlos Ramirez when he put the beat down on Yes Indeed Reed. Yes, he did uh, in the second round. But uh, we'll see how this goes. We're going to chop it up. So, uh, uh, well, uh, am I correct? Do we have the sabbatical one here? Yes, Seattle's oh, no. in the building. What's poppin'? Yeah, What's good, my man? And how much? You know, uh, you know, uh, just taking in all the boxing over the weekend. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I've been doing well in retirement, but you know, I, I got to be. I'm, but I'm real strategic in every move I do. So, you know, I, you know, I had to come on and talk a little boxing after you, Jacob, made his return and his first appearance <laughs> yeah. as an HBO fighter which means, you know, he's on the prowl for old man GGG in 2018. <laughs> you don't know what I mean, you know? So yeah, yeah. had to come on real quick and talk about that. Also some other boxing too. You know, you mentioned your boy, Jose Ramirez and all that, you know. um, You know, I mean, he could definitely sell a crowd, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, You know, the guy, the guy, he, you know, the guy he was in there with was um, a small guy but uh undefeated so he's got to get um so he he knew what he needed to do he knew he knew he needed to bully him back him up get him on the ropes and he did that and um i mean i wouldn't say there was much skill there you know what i mean he seemed like he was kind of sloppy you know what i mean but he did he got the job done so that means hey you won the right. fight his, so his, uh, his fight there's no style, questions you know, on the, how it went it down so that you like. i mean i'll give him the credit on that you know uh I mean, I know they're pushing him hard because he got a big crowd down in, um, you know, that area of California. But right. I would like to see him in with some, uh, you know, some fast twitch that can actually, you know, give him some angles, you know, spin him around, you know, make him think. Because it did seem like um, Mr. Reed was a little in over his head. Um not necessarily with the abilities of Ramirez, but more of the moment. That crowd is kind of crazy, you know, and the guy, he does his thing over there. So sometimes, you know, um, the bright lights can kind of uh, um, scare people or scare a fighter or scare an athlete or make the athlete not perform to his abilities. So I don't know. We'll, you know, we'll see what happens, but he did what he had to do. Um, better beef did, did his job too. Uh, you know, it was. It's. I don't know if it's a. And you know, I'm not trying to take a shot here, but it's very. Uh-oh. I don't know if it's the European style. So I'm not trying to like take a shot at them. <laughs> but I'm just. It's a real question. Seems like a lot of European fighters fighters um, negate the body um, for whatever reason. You know, you'll like say a Kovalev. There's times you've seen Kovalev go to the body, but then you've seen a lot of times Kovalev didn't. You see, a, you see a Golovkin go to the body a lot, but then you'll see times he don't. Lomachenko, guys like that. But with, with Better Beef, you know, he was headhunting the whole night against a guy that seemed a little afraid of him and kind of seemed like he was just trying to get rounds in and maybe survive. But then when he finally went to the body, he stopped the guy. So it's like, dude, if you just would have went to the body five rounds before, you 
the fight would have been over. He just wasted everybody's time. So, I don't know. I mean, because it's not like the guy was holding the whole fight every time he got close, like Luis Arias did, even though he ran his mouth, you know. And also, you know. That's um, your boy. That's your boy, son. And, you know, he, he moved, Arias moved a little bit more than uh, Colleen. Uh, but, he, you know, he, he just had a standard guard up. He didn't really try to, you know, do much at Better Beef. It just seemed like he tried to kind of throw throw punches at times to kind of say, like, hey, I'm a professional fighter. I know I'm supposed to throw punches back, but there really wasn't much behind it. And, you know, but the guy really wasn't a threat. He wasn't a puncher. I mean, so, I mean, Better Beef, it just was weird to me that he wasn't going to the body until late. And then when he finally went to the body, he he stopped him, and I just wonder, is that a European thing? Because I see a lot of those European fighters from that area, um, Russia area, former Soviet Union, they all, they all seem to ha- kind of have that um, issue of, like, negating the body, and a lot of the times it kind of makes hard, fights harder than, for them than it needs to be. Okay, okay, okay. As usual, staying on top of this game when it comes to boxing, even in his absence of enjoying retirement. I'm not so sure how much Simon's enjoying retirement as much as one Floyd Mayweather stays and continues to make returns, but yet still seems to be so comfortable in retirement. But nonetheless, it's good to hear from my man Seattle Simon. I want you to stick around, Simon. We got another person that was involved in some action yesterday. And uh, one that you can uh, hopefully you guys don't get no arguments like we used to get into back in the day. I know you guys had your back and forth. I just saw bickering barber talk is what it is. But my man was also in action yesterday, Janelle, going to the 518 number. Janelle, what's going on, my man? Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause for these two warriors. Both in their professional debut. Fantastic crap. All three judges scored this bout 29-28. Your winner by split decision. From the red corner, Janelle Parkinson. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey. Wow. Oh, but they fucked up on, the, on, on a few different ways on that. Uh, that was not my pro debut. I fought pro for other leagues, but those leagues weren't sanctioned. So uh, I'm basically starting over with the next MMA fighter. That's kind of fucked up, but next time punch that announcer out and Tommy do his fucking job right. Yeah, and it was unanimous. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, <laughs> that's another thing too. You said all three judges scored twenty twenty nine, but they said about by split decision, so they fucked up. But it's all good though. Congratulations, Janelle. One hey, appreciate it. I'm gonna have the video. I'm gonna have the video up real soon. I actually get a kid a concussion too. Uh, he actually uh he had some concussions after the fight. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, we hit him with you. illegal I, knees. I would meet him in the head. <laughs> I call him with a spinning backhand. I was I was I actually kicked him a few times in the head. I was tearing I was tearing him up, man. So that, was, did you hammer fist him like your idol Conor McGregor? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't hammer fist him. I didn't catch him with a hammer fist. Yeah. Sound like easy work, like your boy Jacob. No, nah, it wasn't that easy. <laughs> it wasn't that easy, but um, I mean, I mean, Jacob's had an easy time with Duke, man. 
That dude talks so much smack. He talks so much shit. Doesn't knock Jacob out and this, that, and third. I mean, I actually called the fight this morning because I was fighting last night. I was out of state. And I came back, and after I rested well, and I watched it this morning. Oh, that's me, matter of fact. And I was like, Jacob just had his way from beginning to end. Is that, and that dude should have just kept his mouth shut because now his whole ego is shattered. His whole, his whole ego is crushed. I mean, he's just going to be... I mean, that's just a hard blue to take, you know what I'm saying? All those cocky, arrogant guys. It's like when the prince lost the Barrera, man. I love the princess. He fought like once or uh, 13 months later after that, he retired. It's like those, it, 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 those guys, those big mouths and cocky egos, and big egos are so cocky and shit, man. They, they uh, suffer a loss. I miss, I miss hard for him to bounce back. And it's so early in this guy's career, he should have just kept his mouth shut, man. He should have known he wasn't in Jacob's league. I, I mean, Jacob is just look. I, I mean, it's phenomenal. In my eyes, he's the best middleweight out there right now. I like he's him. not in this league skill wise or size wise. And you say that he's gonna get that he has that he uh like is probably gonna get him and, and get to him mentally after this loss after he talks so much shit. And then uh your boy uh Simon, he sent something uh with uh uh with Jackson talking about how big he was and how he was gonna kill this guy and you know the way he was talking, you could see Arias, well, however you say his name, you could see him just looking at him like, damn, you thought I was about to get killed in there? You know, he was talking all that shit, then they come back with the, the excuses that sort of, you know, they made sense. You know, Jacobs is a big dude. He probably came in there weighing 20 more pounds. I mean, you know, sort of, you know, it was an uneven fight. Jake, I know, Simon, this is his boy, and Jacobs showed hella skills versus uh, versus Triple G, but Triple G would have stopped that guy. Uh Last night, Jacobs he had. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, hey, hey, that's him. what they said about Triple G. Hey, but that's what they said Triple G was gonna do against Jacobs. That was they, what they said they were, he was gonna do against Canelo. They said he no. That's I what, didn't say that's that. What the, you know, majority of the majority of people said Triple G was gonna stop Jacobs. He was gonna stop Canelo. That's what majority of people said. Nino, Nino, and Patty. You know, yeah, look, that. I thought, look. Look, I was the only one to pick Jacobs. You know I had to throw that one out there. But as far as the Canelo fight, I thought he would stop Canelo. Uh, that's too. wrong. And he was so I he wasn't Jacob able to off. do. Um. Uh. So my point is this: like you know, people keep saying, "Well, Triple G would have done this, and Triple G would have done that." But when but when Triple G, like when we really had to see him do some things. He come up short, man. I mean, you know, I thought he lost to Jacobs. You know, I picked Jacobs also, you know what I mean? And the Canelo fight, I thought he edged it barely, but that was had that had more to do with just the fact that Canelo, he's an Arco man. He runs on Arco field. If he, if he ran on Chevron or Shell or 76, he wins that fight easy. He took like five rounds off, and even in those five rounds off, Triple G wasn't able to take advantage of it. So... And all he, all he did was outwork him, from what I saw. He missed the right hand all night. He bat. He he. I mean, he should never go into baseball because he'll never he'll never hit anything, for real. He has no accuracy at all. Missed the same right hand all night against uh, Canelo on the rope, swinging out. Missed that same right hand. But the only reason why he run really is because he it was his jab. And you know he just he just was he made he put more pressure on him he outworked him he threw more punches 
and he made him work. But Canelo didn't, you know, I mean, Canelo was the better fighter technically and skill-wise, but it's a 12-round fight, so you have to do it for, you know, not necessarily 12 rounds, but you have to do it for enough rounds to win, which would mean seven rounds or six rounds unless you knock him down. But he didn't do that. That all sounds that all sounds uh, good and, and and well and everything, but what does that have to do with your boy Jacobs, thirty pounds bigger than this little kid in there? Thirty? Oh, you waited? Oh, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, now, I didn't hey, know that. I didn't thirty know pounds bigger. That's what that, that's what that's what uh that's <laughs> what Jackson, up, whatever that. his name is said. So so this guy, let's just I mean, say we know, 20, that's I'll give just him a way to discredit certain fighters. You know, they talk no, about how ain't big no discredit. Hey. Ain't no discredit. No, we just talk about, about his power. Was, right? No, but they talk about uh-huh. how big Jacobs was, right? Nobody talked about right. how big Sergey Kovalev was against Hopkins. But he was not. He couldn't but stop he, him. But he knocked Hopkins. He couldn't stop <laughs> Hopkins. They didn't talk about how, no, no, he didn't how big Lomachenko was against uh, your boy. Um, uh, what, what unskilled fight? What, what you unskilled? No, skilled bum. The skilled bum. Gary Russell Jr. Yeah. You. Hey. He couldn't stop Gary Russell. Triple G would have stopped that guy, had him hurt. You know, if it was anybody else, we got to keep it real. Yeah, Triple G had him looking good in his mess. I don't know if he would stopped hold him. Hold on, hold on, Janelle. Hey. Janelle, we can't talk over Are you we can't saying talk over Prime Triple this, G or Cage hey, Triple G? We can't, we can't talk clarify. over each other, guys. Hey, we're talking about Triple G, 10, 11, 17, would have got that guy hurt and knocked him out. That guy was small. This is what – Canelo would have knocked him out. Like, Jacob sort of, Let, you know – I, he said it was because Maybe of Canelo. His, I don't know he was about, laid I don't off. Know about triple. I'm not sure about Triple. He said triple he was laid G. off. Yeah, that one's like, a little what kind, of, what kind of power does this guy have? It's just, that's just what I think. Or maybe this guy's got a super chin. Maybe we'll come to see that this guy doesn't. Nobody dude, knocks he hit him the out. So and hard, he just he got a super him. chin. He tackled, he, but look, he had him dude, hurt. He, did, he, did the, he hit him so hard. He hit him so hard. He hit him, he hit him with the Cuban tackle. What are you talking about? If that's not power, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. He tackled him. Yeah, he, well, went, he, to the, uh, he went to the he went to the Marcos Maidana football and had, tackle. On and, and every time he got close, and he said it after the fight, go. He did some. He did a post fight interview. I don't think Canelo uh, would stop him. I don't think Canelo would knock him out. Me neither. Um, Canelo ain't got no middleweight power. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I oh, mean, Canelo. but this is the thing. People are saying he would stop a guy that never been stopped before, and admitted after the fight that um, he just tried to survive. Once, quote unquote, he he had a blister, and that he just he just wanted to make sure he went the full twelve. He he tried to oh, survive. Yeah. Hey, Simon, Simon, what was up with that? I heard him say, I heard him say something he, about he that moved shit. Away. Like, I seen yeah. him posting something about like he only had one hand or something like that. Was it because of a blister? Like I didn't catch the full. No, one foot no, on his foot, a blister on his foot. So oh, his foot. Okay, okay. Yeah, he said he was handicapped on. or something like that on his little social media post earlier today. <laughs> Yeah, but I, but there's people making excuses for him too. They're saying he had a blister, but the same people that are saying he had a blister ripped David Hay for talking about his toe. So you can't have it both ways. A blister? Man, get the fuck out of here, dude. That ain't that don't Yeah, a blister. No adrenaline. That, that don't, shit ain't shit when it comes to adrenaline. Yeah. So I mean, come on. We know what time it is, but this is the thing. He came out. Early, I'll give him this. Until he got hit with that right hand, he did try to come forth and he tried to. You know, make a fight of it. He got hit with the right hand. He tackled him, and then from there, it was all either hold when he gets close, or just get away from him. Because even even in the corner, 
when he, when his trainer, when uh, Jacob's trainer told him about going to the box, because every time I do, the guy holds me. You know, that's why after one of the rounds, Jacob stomped on the the ring and said, basically saying, "You told me to run, don't run, but you're the one running." He was like, "I'm here. I'm not running from you." Jacob came forward the whole time. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Now who's the other way around? And Jacobs was the one that fought like Luis Arias. We know it's going to be a totally different storyline. They're going to say, oh, man, he was running, man. That guy was running, man. He, he don't want to come and fight. He don't want to fight in the middle of the ring like a tough guy. That's what they would have said, you know? But because Arias did it, because Arias moved around and Arias held, it's fine. But let that be Jacobs. Trust me, we will not stop hearing about it. So I already know what's going on here. But the fact of the matter is, I named specific fights. Kovalev Hopkins, uh, Lomachenko, um, Gil Bunk. Both guys that were bigger than them, better <laughs> fighters at that time. Neither of them stopped them, but hey, I didn't complain. You could check anything. I didn't complain. Hey, you named so, 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 and they won. But people so what say you're saying is you're comparing, you're comparing that guy to a, a, a Gary Russell Jr., is he as good as Gary Russell Jr.? No. And you're comparing him to Bernard Hopkins? You talking about the same Yeah, but he's got, he's got, that, he's got more that, skills. You talking about the guy that got, got more easy work and stopped and knocked out the ring by Joe Smith? You talking about that guy? <laughs> so Joe Smith showed Kovalev what you're supposed to do. So cut it out. The that's what you do to an old man. <laughs> right, that's an old man. How, and Ariza was an old man? Ariza? He was an old man? Ooh, nah. Ariza, no. Who, Oh, no, no. I'm uh, just talking about uh, Arias, you're saying, whatever you're, you're trying is. to say don't compare it, but then I, let, let it is compare it. That guy's an old man. At the end of the day, he's old, and he got treated like an old man by Joe Smith. But Kovalev, yeah. according to your guys' criteria, didn't do that. So if we're going to criticize Jacobs for not stopping Arias, then we've got to say, hey, Kovalev, man, you were way bigger than Hopkins I, also. I think, But you didn't stop him. But I'm pretty, sure every, I'm pretty sure everybody said – I'm pretty sure Hopkins said he didn't knock me out. Everybody said he didn't knock him out. I think – I think people did say that, so I can't really, I can't, damn, my fault. I can't really say uh, that people didn't criticize oh, good, We got to keep no, it real. No, man, everybody guy, after the fight, was, was, everybody praised that performance. They said, hell yeah. Yeah, we he, praised the old man for the Yeah. Yes, yeah, so for, that's my for, point. My thing is, we want, okay. This is okay, an old my man. thing is this. He what? knocked him out. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't, if you, so you're not, so you thought, after the first round, when he got him hurt, that he was going to last 12 rounds. Janelle said he was going to get a knockout. No, no, no. You no, said no he that, was but gonna... see that, there's a different thing. There's a different thing. This is the point I'm making. I'm reading, I'm hearing a lot of people saying it was a bad performance. Now, if you want to no. say he could have stopped him, then, then we can go down the line and say, so should have these guys stopped him too? Then, then that's okay. I'm fine with that. But when people start saying it was a bad performance, 120-107, easy work. That was Floyd's whole career for the most part. So was was Floyd's yeah. whole career a joke? Was it bad performances? I mean, We've got to keep it. That was Floyd's, that funny, was Floyd's whole uh, career funny, was 120-107. Funny you mentioned Floyd Mayweather, Simon, because young man Ariza or Arias, excuse me, was talking about don't run, meet in the middle of the ring, and that's what Jacobs was uh, getting him after that. that. I can't remember which time it was, but he was meeting him in the middle. But you're talking about a guy, Danny Jacobs, who's got an 83% knockout ratio, and the young man was talking about him running. If someone's running with a knockout percentage like that, then everybody should be running. 
And we probably have some higher ratings than this motherfucker if you get eighty three percent of your opponents get out of there by, by way of stopping. Percent KO percentage, <laughs> more knockouts than Arias has fights. Okay, shit, he's running real damn good. <laughs> For real. Hey, so, not, right. Hey, like, but I, you all, Sam, you always say about keeping it, uh, you know, keeping it consistent. And every time a guy comes on here and has a showcase fight and doesn't knock the guy out, what do I say, RC? I say pretty good showcase, but not what he wanted to do, not what the – And I'm not saying it was be. a great performance. Yeah. But what I'm saying – Right. I'm not saying it was a That's great performance saying. and he shouldn't have knocked him or whatever. I'm just saying like this. To me, yeah, you're right. After he hit him with that right hand, he probably should have knocked him out. No problem. But my thing is this. There's people stressing that point, but they never stressed it in the past about certain fighters, if you know what I mean. And then another thing is this. They're saying it was a bad <laughs> – performance i thought it was good not great because he did get a once he heard him he even admitted after i got you know i got a little bit you know like um gung-ho or whatever you want to say as far as trying to get the knockout because the kid was running his mouth for a whole you know this whole promotion so he admitted it himself but to say it was a bad performance from a lot of people i'm hearing it too i want to say one thing too though you see at times man if you're in the ring you know what i mean it's kind of hard fighting a guy who's not really fighting back against you. It's kind of hard knocking a guy who's not really fighting back. It, it, I mean, it, it, it's less openings. And that has to take into consideration as well, you know. Exactly. I mean, you don't get because the same opening. The, the point in boxing is setting traps and things like that. If, if a guy ain't going to fight back and fight exactly. traps, exactly. how are you going to hit him? <laughs> you know? The guy don't even want to try to, you know, make a fight out of it, and when, you know, you might throw a feint at him, and he's not going to reach exactly. over the top of the right hand, and you hit him with something like an uppercut. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's a Good thing. Point, the guy wasn't doing anything, man. So, you know, he just cut, he had a basic shell up, and when he when Jacobs would get close, he might try to slip a little body shot in, get low, throw a body shot, or he might try to duck and slip and then hold. He wasn't really fighting back, bro. But, and, and like I said, could could but Jacobs also, you know, if I, you know, to be to be to be uh, consistent, when he when, there was times where Jacobs, you know, was missing a lot of shots. He, there were shots there for him to to land when he got close, and but he didn't land them. Like there was times where he kind of threw he threw he would throw Arius off him. He would ragdoll him when when Arius would try to grab him, and there were shots there to land, but he didn't land them. He either landed them. Um, Partially, or not at all. And if he would have landed them, he might have got been able to get him out of theirs. But so yeah, I mean, of course he didn't fight the best fight in this and this. But I just think it's funny, man. You know, nobody had complaints when you know the guys I mentioned went went the distance with guys that were smaller than them and didn't stop them. You know, but all of a sudden people are mad at Jacobs mm. for easy working his ass. You know, why do you think that is, Simon? You have a Somewhat of a, a little bit of criticism for two other fighters, and the other way not getting the same criticism that one Daniel Jacobs is getting. Any ideas where the boxing community has certain excuses for fighters, but doesn't do the same thing for other fighters? I mean, I know you're a man of a thousand theories, so you got anything behind that? Oh, I got a lot of reasons, but you know, I'll just I'll just put one reason out there. They scared. They scared. They know before about about two months ago. You know, Jacobs' Triple G rematch was just word of mouth, was just, yeah, we're talking about it. But there was ways where it probably couldn't happen because 
Jacobs was on the Showtime side and all this other stuff. But then all of a sudden, Eddie Hearn came to the U.S. and said, I'm doing an invasion. And you know what I'm going to do with my invasion? I'm going to go grab the Miracle Man and sign him to an HBO deal. So now, old Triple G got to fight him again eventually. So now (laughs) they're scared. They know that. Hey, hopefully. You know, they can say whatever they want. They could say that Triple, I mean, Jacobs just survived. Jacobs ran. You know all the little excuses they say about the first fight and all that. But you're going to have to stand by what you're saying because the fight's going to happen again. I'm going to stand by what I'm saying. I'm ready to put money on it. I will be at the fight again. But the people that have been running their mouth, you better stand by everything you've been saying or be exposed as a straight-up bitch and disingenuous. Hey, hopefully – I'm genuine. Hey, hopefully Jacobs eat some hopefully Jacob eats some meat before that fight. I don't know about all this vegan stuff. And you're talking about a guy – just because a guy doesn't swing, you can't knock him out. I think we saw last week a guy who eats meat definitely beat the hell out of a guy who didn't throw any punches <laughs> because he was scared. So if you got if you got some bombs in your hand, it don't matter what they're doing. I mean, it sounds good, Janelle. I guess you don't got that wilder yeah, power because if you got that wilder power, it don't matter. <laughs> coming through. Just got done, you know. Um, you know he, good one, really, good he, he good come. Down the before the fight. So what are you talking? <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, man. Wilder knocked him out. Easy, please. Yeah, but hey, no doubt. Hey, I'm not. I'm not hating on. A good combat, Bro, do you, bro, no, there was no comeback. Do you really think there'll be a? Do you really think there'll be a, a rematch for Triple and G? He didn't knock and, him down on that right Jacob? hand. He dropped him on that right hand. Those other punches landed right, flush. Right. Those other punches landed 100%. flush, especially at the end. So, and we're talking about. I mean, we're talking about a heavyweight here, bro. Heavyweights they don't really necessarily have to land flush or you know necessarily hit you with the same type of velocity that the little guys have to do to knock you out. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Anthony Joshua wants to talk about how he's only 222 pounds or 20 pounds, whatever. He's too small for me. Hey, we'll see. Fight the guy. Knock him out. You know what I'm saying? Last I checked, checked, Anthony Joshua was holding a a late replacement midget on the inside. If you're holding (laughs) a, a late replacement midget on the inside when he's trying to fight with you, that tells me you ain't got no skills. There we go with that. The famous no skills. So do you really think that there will possibly be a rematch with Triple G and Jacobs? Because right now it seems like the middleweight division is, is getting to murderer's role right now for guys like Canelo, guys like a, a Triple G, especially as he's getting up there in age. You know what I mean? You've got young uh, big mall Charlo that's making, making noise. Who knows if his brother moves up, how, how long it takes for his brother to move up. But you still got Andrade. You still got you still got killers in the middleweight division that could be a problem for some of these guys. If it, it, I mean, do you, with Jacobs especially, counting Jacobs in the mix, if you're an advisor for one Triple G, one Canelo, the way that these guys looked against each other in this last September, how do you think they fare up against some of this competition? And two-part question, I guess. What do you advise if, if if you were an advisor of both guys, Triple G and Canelo? What would you look forward to next? Because it's looking like they're going to have a rematch coming up in May. Uh, supposedly, that's what should happen. Who knows if it does? But that's what the, I'd say the over fifty percent mark says is going to happen. What do you think would make not necessarily business sense, but getting respect from the boxing community of what these guys do moving forward from who they're looking at, and then who the business aspect of you or their business management, what they do moving along after this 
possible rematch that they have coming forward? Well, um, I'll say that what he should do is, you know, just be a man of his word. He said he wants all the belts, all the belts, all the belts, you know. So, okay, you want all the belts? Fight your mandatory Big Charlo coming up and go after um, the fourth belt. You know, you, you tried to go after it last summer, but, you know, you know, you know, from what I hear, Triple G doesn't really like grilling. You know what I mean? He doesn't really like being outside in the backyard. He doesn't like the smoke. Right. He doesn't like ribs a lot. You know what I mean? So um, oh, he had to take oh. the summer off and not fight Saunders in a, his native Kazakhstan. But, um, you know, go after that fourth belt, whoever it is. I mean, Lemieux, Saunders, maybe Jacobs. I don't know. Jacobs gets one of those guys, the winner of that fight next. Um, with Canelo, uh, man. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't know what to say about that guy, man. He's he's got a he's got a middleweight chin with welterweight power, so that's tough. Right. It's tough in a lot of ways, and he's a midget. So, but when but but when you go to <laughs> the business side, as far as um, what's smart, as far as you know, taking the right fights and stuff, I would say they if just should do a Lamada Sugar Ray and just keep fighting each other. You know, just keep fighting each other, <laughs> fight each other like six, seven <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> just avoid everybody because else. I mean. Damn, you know, you, you got Andre that just signed with HBO. You got Charlo that got a mandatory. You got Jacobs that's with HBO now and wants the, the rematch or Canelo fight. I mean, damn, those are some tough fights, man. And, um, you know, with with Triple G being the age he is and the, the rapid decline he's on, I mean, man, he can't get through that. He can't get through that. He might be able to beat one of them, but he's not going to get through all those guys, man. So, uh, that's what I would do on the business side. I mean, Canelo, um, you know, he's he's got some skills. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, just keep avoiding WBC hard. so you don't have to take Vada, and then maybe he can get his his fuel game up. You know, his stamina. That that that'll be my best advice. Just don't take, don't mess with the WBC. Keep saying that it's because they forced Triple G on you. Keep saying it's because they disrespected you. But from from what I've been noticing, man. It seems like you just you just don't really want them. You don't want to be in that program where they try to force it on you twenty four seven. And I get that because Ooh. you know the best time to really be on you know to do what you need to do to get strong and get right with your stamina is to do it on the off time. So that's what I would say for Canelo. Willa, Canelo's your boy, man. Are you gonna take this coming from the Pacific Northwest with the the the, the questioning? Sneak dissing Canelo possibly maybe dwelling in some of the uh, PEDs in his what do they call that? Uh, I don't know what the fuck they call it. Some cinnamon bullshit uh, or chata, whatever it is, in his in his protein shakes or something like that. Are you seeing this? Are you agreeing with what he's saying? Talking about he's man's a, a middleweight but got welterweight power. I mean, you the you I, I'm you know me. I'm not a big Canelo guy. I know Canelo's your boy though. I mean, you got anything to back your man's up with? Oh, I mean, if he's got welterweight power, then so does the guy last night that fought a guy that was a welterweight size <laughs> and couldn't knock him out. So what kind of power does he have? He's got junior welterweight power. Uh, dude, he took out Peter so, you know, Man, please. Dude, hey, he took Peter, out, Peter he Quillen has, ended, Hold on. Hold on. He not, Look, Peter Quillen had never been stopped in his career, and Jacobs took him out in one round. One round. Ended his career. Right. When's the last time you heard from Kid Chocolate? 
Kid Peppermint. I haven't now. heard from him at all, but that means Kid his, Peppermint. That means his, you know what I'm saying? I mean, his, that means his chin isn't what it is. But hey, you know, if Canelo's on the juice, I mean, hey, he's on the juice. I, that's not. That's nothing. I don't I, really I'm give not a saying shit. he is. He, if he is, <laughs> there you go. You know, just, you go, just don't get a, just don't get caught. I don't know. I just, I just know his upper, he was built like a tank all of a sudden against uh, Triple G. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He's built like Altuve. Altuve just hit 25 home runs, I think, you know, all of a sudden. That don't mean he ain't the MVP. You see what I'm saying? I don't really care, man. It's 2000. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. If you get caught, you'll play. Yeah, yeah, possibly. That might be the case. But, you know, I mean, it seemed like your boy, your boy, uh, Mr. Wilder, it seemed like he's trying to clean up at least the heavyweight division, so he's not cheating or trying or whatever you're trying to say. So maybe is that, <laughs> no, is that much respect? He already has that extra. You know, there's a what people are trying to get, he's already got. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not mad that a little Mexican guy is trying to get what Wilder got. You know, I'm not mad that a little Filipino <laughs> guy is trying to get what, what Wilder got. I'm not mad that an old, uh, a, a, 40, a 40-year-old boxer that retired and then came back and fought is trying to get what Wild what he used to have, what Wilder has. Wilder is a young black bull, man, and it is what it is. He doesn't need it now. He might eventually need it, but at this point in time, he doesn't need it. And when he does need it, he needs to take it. He's got a family to feed. I don't really care. Just don't get caught, man. 2017, you should you should be ahead of the game. You, you should be oh, ahead of the game. Hey, that's at cool. All time. Hey, that's cool. Just when a guy that you like loses. I just don't want to hear that, man. That guy, that guy, man. I don't know, man. That guy was fishy, man. He was super big, super strong. He was walking through punches. <laughs> so you gotta, you know, you said you're cool with it, so you gotta be cool with it all the way. And you know, and you know, Simon will keep that tab on you too, Willie. He he won't let that go away. But uh, Janelle, you uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I keep tabs. Don't pay tabs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, Janelle, you were in the sport. You were in the combat sport that we are speaking of right now. And you know how grueling it is in for, as far as training camp, uh, things that you have to do as far as eating correctly to make weight, and also when you're cutting weight to just just chop yourself up, get yourself right, ready for a fight, and, and, and try to be at your, your peak. And if you look at Canelo before the Triple G fight that just previously happened in September, if you look at that guy at the weigh-in, and then you look at the same guy from a year or two years ago when he was – Doing his Canelo weight trend, do you does it raise an eyebrow at all to you? Because you are one going through the same struggle when it, as far as being a professional when it comes to making weight and getting the work done and the whole process of it all that goes on in between the fight and before a fight. Does it raise an eyebrow to you at all on how chiseled Canelo was before his fight with Triple G? I know he was working very early. And, and possibly had a four-month camp getting ready for Triple G because how scared he was. But does anything that Canelo – does any uh, – from the physique standpoint of Canelo Alvarez, do you see anything that raises an eyebrow, my man? Actually, no. I mean, Canelo Alvarez, I mean, he's always been a very big boy for 154. He, I mean, I, I, I'm not big in height, but big in mass. He's – I mean, he's I – mean, I mean, he's very I – mean, he's massively a stocky dude, man. And I think, and like you said, as far as like him training for uh, for Triple G, I think he's been training for that fight for the past two years. I mean, I think they, I, I mean, they waited for the right time for him to slow down, of course. But I think they was working on the game plan for a very long time. 
I mean, the whole American finals, all those Canelo catchways, it was just it was just to buy time. Let's wait for uh, Triple G to slow down a little more. And after he got a lot taken out of him from the Jacobs is when he jumped on it. But, I mean, I mean they've been working on the game plan for a while. And the fight showed because you kind of saw what the game plan was, you know. it It's everything I predicted except Canelo didn't get the stoppage the way I thought he would have. I felt like he could have um, had he kept up his body attack in which he uh, – uh, um, he began to neglect because again he does fades because he loads up too much, but um, I'm not surprised. I, I'm, I'm not at all. McCannell's a very big guy. He's a very big guy for 154. I mean he's he's always been real big and stocky. And uh, again it was a big platform, so of course guys don't get uh in the most fit shape of their lives. I mean any pro fighter you can name that when they got their first like 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 super super big fight, um I mean, their bodies look. Uh, uh, more incredible than ever, you know. What I mean, so this is, is what it is. I mean, when Floyd fought Shane Mosley, I mean Floyd had grew into 147 by then, and he saw that in that fight he looked bigger than Shane Mosley for the first time. I mean, Floyd looked. I mean, he, I mean he looked like a real oh uh, welterweight at the time, if you could recall that fight. And Shane looked like the smaller man in that fight, which going into that fight no one would have called. So it's just like hey, yeah, he was amped for that. up for the fight. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I said, what yeah, right, reason, if you believe bro? that. We know the reason. I mean, the same reason why he had that extra oh. that extra stuff in his IV, the last thing. I mean, once you get caught <laughs> once and you've got that much money, that's not really the first time, you know. And we got to keep it real. Guys aren't just getting huge at 33 years old, the best 30, no, 35 years old. How long ago no, was that? No, no, that was a I while mean, you ago. Can, he might have been. I mean, you can put on more you mass when you're in your early 30s. You can, trust me. You can't put, no, on, you can put on more mass, but you're going to slow down. You're going to slow down. You're, you're not a young, you're all not all a young it, guy it anymore. If you, keep a, if, you keep a, if you keep nutrition up, if you stay in shape all year round, uh, uh, keep your nutrition up, eat right, I mean, don't cheat the sport of boxing. I mean, I mean, you can't. I mean, look at how Bernard Hopkins was in his early 40s. I mean, in the fight with Joe Kawasaki, all the Hopkins looked like shit in that fight. I mean, but his body was like... I, I mean, the guy was right for that fight, man. He was right. I mean, I mean, you really. I mean, it all depends on what you. you know what I'm saying it's like okay. I used to train guys a long time ago, as far as getting them in shape. And one of my favorite things I used to always tell people is that no matter how hard I work you, I cannot. I work a bad diet. And that was some real. Right. Sh- you and cannot. I got that you cannot. Bruce Lee. It was in one of Bruce Lee's books, and I used to tell everybody used to train. No matter how hard you work, you cannot outwork a bad diet. I mean, you just can't. I mean, and I, I mean, Adrian Broner about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, plenty of fighters. Man, uh, he James got Tony, more than a bad diet. I mean, uh, James Tony. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, man. It's like, hey, you man, can, you can't can have the best diet in the world. With both. If you ain't got, if you ain't got no skills, you're down the wrong path anyway. <laughs> ah, shit. Oh my I god, I was, here we go. You didn't know that was coming from Simon. <laughs> yeah, we know. knew that was coming. We knew that was coming. And you still ain't getting no apologies, son. <laughs> I know you're still waiting for your apology, son. For the way I mean, like I said, it's what it is, man. As long as, you keep, but, you know. as long as you don't cheat the sport, man, and you take your craft seriously, I mean, you can I mean, you can be sharp. and I mean, your body can be chiseled at that age. I mean, people look at me, and they, they don't think I'm 36 years old. I'm 36 years old. I'm no, no, see, you're changing. You you just changed the whole. Uh, no, the, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, the, yeah, you did. No, I, I didn't. said 
if you get – listen to what I said. Listen to what I said. I said you're not going to be 33, 35 years old, gain 20 pounds uh, – gain 15 pounds and be fast as you were. And I, you, I, you can get cut up. Yeah, at, at, at 50 years old, you can get cut up. But you're going to be – if you gain 15 pounds at 35 – Who got faster at age 35? Who got, who got faster? Who got faster? Who? Floyd and Floyd in the uh, in the Mosley fight. No, no, hell no, hell no, guy, hell no. Floyd was he, never as faster. No, I didn't say he was faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said he kept his speed. He was the same. He gained twenty I mean, you pounds. Could keep and he was the same. No, guy. no, 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 no. Yeah, I remember when Floyd you know came out of retirement and fought Marquez. And for years, people were saying that Floyd lost his legs. He lost his legs. He can't move anymore. And it, and, it, and, it, and even the Shane Mosley fight, he didn't use his legs. He walked Shane down. He showed no in that movement until he fought Janelle Hernandez. You see him; he, he used his legs again. People say, "Okay, oh, well, Floyd was running again." It's like for a long time, it's about how Floyd lost his legs. I mean, if you want to see Floyd at his fastest, you look at Demarcus. Uh, I'm no, 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 the um, uh, fight, and you can't find any fight, um, in his 30s where he moved like that. I mean, you can't. And, and and speaking of, since we got Simon being consistent, Janelle, you have been consistent with that. Speaking on how Floyd hasn't looked as great as he should in his last few fights, or not necessarily as great as he was, but definitely seeing the the fall off from Floyd Mayweather. Like, oh we're, yeah, we're it's, talking... it's just natural. It's just it's what it is. It's natural. I mean, you're gonna. I mean, when you hit the forty years old, man, ain't no way in hell you're gonna be as good as you was. When you... That's how we kind of. <laughs> hey, yo, and, and yo. talking this, you know, Floyd ain't nothing. I mean, Floyd ain't strong. Conor McGregor this, and 
and, and how big Conor McGregor was and, and all this. But, you know, he came around eventually, so I wasn't able to take anything from him. I tried, but it didn't work, you know. But it just it just goes to show, like, the bigger picture of, a, of that. Like, that was that's just one situation. But you realize that most boxing fans think because they, they, they pay attention to boxing all the time that they actually know a lot about it. You know, I'm not saying I'm a genius or know the most and all this, but if you had any doubts when that fight was rumored or when it got signed of what was going to happen to Conor McGregor, you got a lot to learn, a lot to learn about the sport. Oh, yeah. McGregor was oh, yeah. never going to go the distance with Floyd Mayweather. And it's not There's because a lot Floyd's of a huge there. puncher or this and that. It's all that because that dude it doesn't even know. The guy's just not a boxer. I mean, supposedly he beat the shit out of Pauly, but all of a sudden now he wants to Pauly in a cage. If you beat the guy up in boxing, <laughs> like you said you did, and Dana White said he would post the full sparring session Where's after the, the fight, it's still not around two, over two months later. That should tell you what happened. Did he probably get in some good, won some rounds and landed some punches? Absolutely. But the things he said he did, I never believed it from the jump. So think about it. He right. couldn't stop. I, he couldn't stop and beat the shit out of Paulie. And Paulie was not only coming off being knocked out in his last fight, he was flabby and sick, and he was smaller. What do you think Paulie's going to do to and, Conor and McGregor if, Con- if Paulie has a training camp? And he flew from overseas because they were doing the Mayweather-McGregor uh, press tour or whatever like that. And he, or whatever it was. He was coming from overseas. I know that. He, had, he was talking about he had the layover with the flight and all that shit. So, um, but, yeah, you were, you were always saying that. I remember you bringing that up. And uh, Dana White, somebody I never trust as far as, like, I, I, I don't trust him as far as I could throw him. And he seems pretty heavy. And I know I could push up some heavy weight. But I ain't tossing Dana White very far. You know what I mean? I'm not getting Oh, Dana White's a clown. And so is. Well, yeah. actually, I yeah, actually kind of like Conor. I mean, I kind of like Conor. McGregor. I like the 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 MMA version of him. But when he came to boxing, it's right, like, bro, right, right. bro, you need to get humbled. I kind of like that him. I like kind of like him. But Dana White, he's a clown. Be humble. I mean, he's a straight oh, clown. Definitely. That ain't gonna he's change. A, he's a, bro, he's a guy who is gonna sell you a used car and give you some bullshit. He's gonna give you a lot of problems if you buy a used car. He looks like a greasy used car salesman to me. And I don't trust Dana White as far as I could throw him, like I mentioned. And when the, the footage that he was talking about that was going to come out never came out, I mean, I don't know about you, but I wasn't surprised one bit. I, I never bought into that shit one second. And, yeah, and here we are, months later, still nothing. Go figure. Yeah, I mean, and I don't like defending a, a clown like Polly either. So it, it kind of it, it feels weird to defend a, one clown against another. But I just got to keep it real, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't think – you know, they they tried to sell something going a certain way, but in reality, if you really look at it, they would have just posted the video like they said they would, they would, and then we would have saw the sparring session and we would have saw him beating the hell out of them. But they didn't, and now Connor Connor's talking about you have to come to the cage. So I mean, come on, I think that right, should right, tell right. you what, what it is. But you know, um, but yeah, you know, enough on that. I just I just want to make a point that, you know, a lot of boxing fans, they need to humble themselves because you don't know as much as you think you do. I mean, I hear boxing fans say things like, "Oh, that guy, that guy lost cuz he was backing up." Well, shit, I guess Floyd Mayweather lost all his fights. He should be an old, old and 50. <laughs> you know? 
For real. I mean, yo, <laughs> he lost him back up. You know, so like, uh, I mean, I don't you, know. Uh, you mentioned that some of these boxing fans who have a little bit of crazy critique when it comes to certain fights and how things have worked out and all that shit. Um, what do you grade Daniel Jacobs? Because you said that some of these guys that were saying he had a bad performance because he did not stop Luis Arias. What do you grade him? I think it was a B. I think he possibly uh, B plus because, like I said, there was a lot of times where he did get a little bit wild, a little bit sloppy when he got him close, so he got him right there where he could land some punches. And um, and so, yeah, I mean, it was it was a B, B plus, but, you know, when people say it was a bad performance, to me that tells me like a C, C minus D. It was nowhere near that. I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, 120, 107. So, to me it was a good performance, not great. So, to me that's a fair grade, which is a B. Okay, Willa. Willa, um, you were uh, a little critical talking about how money ain't stopped my man who didn't look like he belonged in the the same class as one Daniel Jacobs who was uh, perceived as possibly beating the middleweight killer in Triple G. And I'm I'm doing the quotation marks with my fingers right now. Y'all can't see. What do you grade the miracle man Daniel Jacobs on his performance last night? Um, I, I'm gonna keep it. Uh, you know, I always like to keep it real. Um, he looked. I mean, it was good. He it was a good performance, but it wasn't the sh- it wasn't the showcase we were looking for. I, I would also give him a B, like I give uh, like I give everybody that beats the guy every round but doesn't knock him out. You know, B plus. I, I agree with Sam. You know, I was just giving Sam a hard time because he didn't knock him out. He should have. That's what the people wanted to see. Um, but he didn't. But he still looked good. He he whooped him for twelve, twelve and a half rounds, really. Uh, so you know, it is what it is. I'll give him a B plus. Okay, a B plus. Very generous of you. And I know, Will. I know you like to uh, just uh, throw some backhanded compliments, like I received from you earlier. So I know sometimes. Uh, we get back into that uh, getting on time sometimes because we be on both sides of the fence uh, like we used to back in the day. So, uh, but uh, good stuff right there, uh, Janelle. My man, you you caught this shit earlier today, so hopefully you had a clear head and money ain't money ain't uh, shook you up a little bit too much to where you weren't thinking so clearly this morning. You got the W, so I don't think that happened. What do you grade Daniel Jacobs' performance? And if there's anything that you would critique from what you've seen from him last night, what would it be? I'm I'm I give him a B as well. I mean, it was I mean I mean I'm not criticizing him at all. I mean, I mean the guy he fought, he was a young undefeated fighter. He seemed hungry going into the fight, but he was just, he was just struck by reality. I'm saying Dan Jacobs was just he was on another level. You know, I mean, Jacobs basically, uh, I mean, it's ironic because I was looking forward to this fight, but then I got this fight on short notice. Uh, uh, I couldn't watch it live last night. I was ramped up for the whole, for the whole press and everything. I mean, this kid looked like he was going to come in there and he was going to really come out to Jacobs. But then I saw it this morning. It was like I was really – I wasn't disappointed by Jacobs. I was disappointed by the, by the other fighter because he didn't fight the way he said he was. You know what I'm saying? Jacobs brought the fight to him. I think the fight could have been more exciting – had he been able to bring it to Jacobs a little more. But, I mean, like I said, I criticize him, not Jacobs, for this fight. You know what I mean? It's like the Del Hoya, 
on the Delahoy Trinidad fight. People criticized uh, uh, Trinidad. It's like, how? I, I mean, Delahoy took off for like the uh, uh, second half of the fight, basically, and, and, and started running. So it was like, I criticized Delahoy for that, not Trinidad. Uh, same in this case. I don't criticize Jacobs. Hey, the guy brought the fight. Okay, and Janelle, one more question, just from me to you. Um, when you're getting into your fights, are you one of those loudmouths like no, Lewis no, artists, or are never, you never, never going towards? Are you a I mean, not, character? It's not out of respect. Fight? It's not out of respect for my opponent. It, it's just me. It's just, I mean, it's just who I am. I mean, I don't get psyched up by going the trash talking or getting psyched up by uh, throwing shots at other guys. It's like on the internet, uh, like um, on Facebook, all the fighters that I fight. Oh, we all in chat rooms. The all MMA fighters all in chat rooms. Other guys be posting shit about uh, 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 other fighters, but me, I just like I, don't, I didn't. Even, if you was on my Facebook, you know that I didn't even promote this fight at all. I didn't say I ain't about had a fight coming up or, or this Saturday or anything. I mentioned it to you guys, but I ain't put on Facebook or nothing. I just don't. I don't. That shit. It doesn't move. I just stay focused and just do what I gotta do. And after the fight, okay. I always put up there. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to let you roll right now. Um, you know, I ain't no uh, certified checkmark like our boy Eric Kelly on social media, but I'm going to give you a shout-out uh, just because you're one of my boys and, you know, we're, we're doing this thing over here uh, with the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, which has been getting some good reviews. Uh, so I don't know if, 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 if this shit's not going unnoticed. I think we're still at five stars right now from the short amount of views that we got, reviews that we got. But um, uh, definitely going to give you some love for that, my man, because uh, you give us that fighter's aspect of what's going on in the fight game, regardless if it's in the octagon or in the squared circle of uh, the four-corner ring that we, we go by. But, uh, I, man, I want to thank all you guys for coming here. And if I, uh, I'm going to go to you guys each individually. If you guys got anything you want to uh, say before we get up out of here, anything you want to plug coming forward or anything like that, Seattle Sound. You got anything to say before we get up out of here, my man? And and real quick, I really appreciate you coming on because we have these conversations when it comes into the sport of boxing and where I think that you need to get your ass out retirement because you bring uh, a lot to the sport of boxing that if you were to say who predicted this, who predicted that, people would get tired of hearing your ass talk about it. But when you're right, you're right. So uh, uh, I, that's why I kind of uh, take a, a step back sometimes because – God damn it! It's a wild card gym. Who's uh, Daniel Jacobs Cook? Uh, Chris Algieri? <laughs> All that shit. Yeah. So it's good to get you out of retirement, my man. Uh, the boxing community. Uh, I got feedback already from Twitter because I had mentioned an hour before that we're gonna have you on, and uh, uh, the fans really ha- they were really hyped about getting you back on the show. So, uh, um, any final thoughts you gotta say, to my man, before we get up out of here? Yeah, um, and just to clarify a couple things, you know, because people like to nitpick every little thing you say. Um, There is room for criticism when a guy, an opponent fights that way, and, you know, the guy that wins, wins decisively, and but he doesn't, you know, stop him or do a couple things he couldn't do. When they, when they don't do certain things like cut the ring off properly and just follow them the whole time, or, you know, don't do a good job of trying to break out the clinch, you know, and and the and, a, and another reason why I don't I won't criticize him as much as uh, and who I'm talking about is Danny Jacobs as much as a lot of people will is because that fight reminded me a lot of um, 
of Broner Porter. To, you know, one guy, he really wasn't trying to engage too much. Every time he got close, he would hold. And to me, I felt Jacobs did a lot more work than Porter did. You know what I mean? So when I compare similar fights, I'm looking at it like I thought Porter won clearly and I thought Danny won clearly. But I felt Danny did way better than Porter. Like I wouldn't give Porter a B grade. Shit, I mean, I told you. I mean, people get mad at me for saying he ain't got no skills, but shit, Sean Porter ain't got no skills either. So what does that say? And Sean Porter won that fight, you know, clearly. You know, that was like a C, C, C minus performance reporter, and he still won easy. So that, that's what I mean. <laughs> hey, like, you better, people say, hey, you better be careful. Sean Porter's a friend of the podcast, as uh, Willa and Kenny Porter are too. So, hey, uh, that's Kenny fine, Porter bro. Might be here. Kenny Porter might be listening to this right now. Hey, that's fine. It's not personal, but I'm just – hey, but I'll say this. He did show a little bit of skills against Granados. On on the ropes, I saw him doing some pretty good counters. I was like, <laughs> okay. So, so, you know, over time, you can progress and start having skills, and I'll give you credit for that. It's not a one – it's not just a one-time-all thing. I'm not going to sit there and say you have no skills and then just say it forever. Like, I used to think one time had no skills, but then eventually he showed me he did have some skills, and I gave that to him. So, you know, you oh, know people just got something. What? One time do got skills, but – and Errol Spence going to find out he, one day he, when they fight. He used to, so. Wow, you really going to say that, Frank? On the show that you're coming back out of retirement with the hype that Errol what? Spence got coming forward, you want to say that, that, that Errol Spence going to find out from Keith used to be a threat one time Thurman? Who wants a I didn't say. See, and the, and this is where things get misconstrued. I didn't say he was going to yeah, win for he sure. Gonna find out. Oh, he yeah, gonna find out. He got Keith, out. Keith Thurman got skills for sure. He's gonna find that out. Now, is he gonna? Can so he, he still, still prevail he and still win? win? Yeah, he okay. did it against Kell Brook. Okay. I got I mean, oh yeah, he definitely got out skilled against in, in that fight, yeah. but Kell Brook so, just couldn't hold you up. Know, things can happen. Things happen in fights, but he'll okay, find out that Keith Thurman got skills. But yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, shit. I was uh, I was just uh, uh. Well, we have to. I I remember we gotta clarify things to the to the T. We gotta have our T's crossed and our eyes dotted whenever we're talking to the Seattle sign because this is Captain Consistency, the 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 sheriff of being consistent. And oh, and I have know. to clarify too because people will come back at me with it. Oh, but you said on this date that this and this. I'm like, no. Nah, what I was trying to say is this. <laughs> So, you know, I have to clarify, too, and I know people are going to say, well, this and that, so I just want to clarify certain things. You can still be criticized, like I said, if you don't do certain things you're supposed to do, like cut the ring off correctly or this and that. So, but, or, and, you know, like I said, I I compare fights similarly a lot, and to me, Luis Arias fought a lot like Broner did against Porter. And to me, if y'all think that Sean Porter and Danny Jacobs put on the same level of performance, then man, y'all must be really close to Kenny Porter. But 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 uh, Danny Jacobs didn't get knocked down by a solid counter shot though, like uh, Sean Porter did from AB in the final. Yeah, round. exactly. So, and if he throw the knockdown out there, man, Jacobs didn't get no knockdown. He didn't get dropped by no, you know, by some uh, by some um, hook off the jab. Come on, man. What you think is Sean Porter? It's a twelfth round. What the hell are you getting dropped off? Dropped by something like that, man. Get your keep your defense tight, man. Stay humble. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, somehow, some way, 
you get to bring up the Adrian Broner stuff and no skills and all that stuff. And I know that you just mentioned right now, which I was going to ask you who has been saying that to you, but I'm not going to go there because there's always going to be criticism. I get a lot, you know what I mean, from where we came from, the old podcast before. Um, and, and I sat down and, and, and I keep it humble at, uh, to where we're at right now. So I don't really give a fuck what nobody has to do. But it's but, not a Broner uh, thing. And you guys got to understand that. It's not just a Broner thing. My all-no skills first team is Adrian Broner, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, Kid White Chocolate, a.k.a. Ruslan Provodnikov, and <laughs> Gennady Golovkin. So he ain't the only one with no skills. It's just those first guys. Team, you know? no, that first team? No skills, yeah. Who's second team? <laughs> the no skills team. Oh, shit. I mean, we just talked about you one got of the guys, you, got, you know, you got recently. You got a JV you know, team? And then you, you can come up with a couple of them yourself, you know, but we just talked about one of them. I got you. I got you. Okay. It, it, it wouldn't be having Seattle Simon without him talking about no skills and, and uh, bringing up certain names for guys. I definitely agree with Deontay Wilder. But, you know, when and, and this land, is to anybody that ever has a problem with me, when I say a guy has no skills, <laughs> damn, somebody open up the window? Close that window, man. Uh, but, uh, look, anybody that got a problem with me when I say – a man or a fighter, whatever you want to call it, has no skills. That's cool. We under, I understand that. It's life. We're not going to agree with everybody. But don't come at me with, you're wrong, bro, or something like that. Come at me with some technical shit. Y'all never come, nobody ever comes at me with specific reasons why a guy does have skills. They just say, he does have skills. What are you Back. talking about, man? What are you talking about? I'm like, no, come with me with some stuff. When I say a guy has no skills, I break down why I feel he has no skills. I want somebody to finally do that to me. Back, give me a taste of my own medicine. I want you to, but I know it ain't gonna happen. Are you sure about that, man? I think a lot of people that listen to the show. Well, for the most part, I think uh, you don't really get as much hate as me and Willard because we have certain views about European fighters and things like that. Even though you mentioned about European fighter style, so uh, you might get a little bit of backlash after today's show. But. Um, no, I just said they negate the body sometimes. I mean, that's just that's just fact. I mean, you know, look at Kovalev. He went twenty. What? Wait, almost twenty hey, rounds. Twenty. Hey, Joe 20 Kyle Rocky went to the body. No, but I'm talking about fighters. I'm talking about recent fighters that are fighting right now. Because early, you, I don't know. Oh, Triple G does it with the body. He goes to the body. Who? Who? Oh, Triple G goes to the body. But he, but there's times he negates it too. That was, the point I was making was there's times where they go to the body and there's times where they negate it. And by negating it, like the fight else. ended up being harder on them. That's the point I'm making. You I know? disagree. Triple G goes to the body, man. He mixes it up as he mixes up his punches. Okay, RC, can you mediate mediate real quick and explain to him what I'm trying to say? I'm not saying right. they didn't go to right, the body. Right, right. He's just saying that he doesn't. He's not. I mean, we're talking to Mister Consistent. He's just saying that Triple G is not consistently going to the body. If he goes to it in the first round, he will negate it for the second, third, fourth, possibly fifth. And maybe get back. To I mean, I'm just six. saying he mixes up his but, punches. You know. He mixes up his punches. I don't know if you know or not, but when you mix up your punches, uh, you give your arm a break a bit. If you throw the same punches over and over the same spots, uh, your arms get tired a lot faster. So that's why you say mix up your shots. Mix up your shots and get creative. But look at the way. There's two reasons. No, 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 no. There's two reasons why you said that. There's two reasons why one you make your point thing on what you're gonna do, and two you give your arm a break because. If you throw the same punch over and over, of course you're going to get tired. And your arms get a break when it goes. 
in so other shots in other areas because I'm saying it's different motions being thrown. I'm triple G mixing up with the tiger. Huh? He went to the body. Look, listen to this. He went to the body more against Kell Brook in a five-round fight than he did against Canelo. And well, Canelo, yeah, because oh, he's fading right. He's fading right now. He's not the same fighter he was uh, two and a half, three years ago. He's fading the body. So he's fading is what I'm saying. He's fading. I think, that, I think that's what the deal with him. I mean, he's a faded fighter right now. And that's what Daniel Hurley's waiting for. But as far as, like, what about in, his, in his prime, I mean, the man is known for mixing up his shots. He's known for mixing up his attack. Okay, explain Kovalev. I'm saying, I'm okay. saying prime. I'm not saying the last fight in Super G because uh, that Kovalev, last fight, no, Super G looks sluggish. Prime. We're not gonna, we're not gonna discredit, and I don't like Andre Ward like that, but we're not gonna discredit Andre Ward's win, especially the second one. Even though I really don't think he won the first one, but he got the decision, whatever. But the second one, the greatest punch I've ever seen, the right hand. <laughs> it shut up a whole dem- demographic. I love that right hand, people. I love that right hand that uh, landed on Kovalev. But uh, Ward went consistently to the body in both fights. If Kovalev would have went to the body on Ward, fight might have been different. He might have been able to slow down Ward, especially in the second fight, because Ward seemed like a man possessed. Ward seemed like he wasn't going to take no for an answer. So how do you explain that? But I've seen Kovalev go to the body well against um, Pascal against other opponents, but then all of a sudden against Ward, body wasn't there for him. That's all I'm saying. And I was talking about Better Beef, how he, he didn't decide to go to the body until like the, the last round and he finally knocked him out and it opened him up. I mean, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Got him to the body, went down, boom. But if he would have done that earlier, it may, the fight would have probably ended in the fifth. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that these guys never go to the body, but then you'll see them go to the body one fight, um, and, and mix it up, like, as you would say, mix it up. But then you'll see a, uh, another fight where they don't mix it up at all. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, it, I, I see what you're, that's what you're saying, but I'm just saying, I mean, I mean, I see what you're saying. Man, agree with me, man. Stop trying to, sometimes yeah, you don't always have to I mean, agree. It's hard, say to, you were right. it's hard to agree because, okay. It's okay. The body gets worried. I'm saying, but again, that's Andre Ward. Andre Ward's not going to give you his body that easily, you know what I mean? And you got to take what you can get. And in the first fight, there was a lot of clinching being done by Andre Ward in the first fight. I thought Copeland won the fight, but in the rematch, I mean, Ward, I mean, Ward, I mean, it's not easy hitting Ward clean, man. It's just not easy. And you got to take what you can get. If you can't get a body shot, they're going to go for the head shots. It's like, hey, that's weird. Word is this? I, I mean, he's a very, uh, he's a very technical fighter. He's a very technical guy, man. It's not easy to hit him clean. So take what you can get. That's a little unfair to bring up Andre Word and say that he, that Quinn doesn't go to the body because Word is just not going to give you his body. Hello? Hello? Dan, what's up with the phone?
Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time. 